Yo, surprise. What y'all thought? Intentional consumption with your boy Chef Beans. Me and my conglomerate. We got another goodie today. Another goodie today. I know I ain't been here in a little minute. Yeah, it's good. I know I ain't been here in a little minute, but we, we back. It's just constant movement, constant motion, constantly taking steps towards doing things to help us become the highest version of ourselves. So, you know what the vibes is. We got a goodie today. Got a surprise a little bit later. But again, I'm just extremely grateful. I'm grateful for the people I surround myself with. I'm grateful for my consistency. I'm grateful for those two words. Exactly. Keep going. Yo, it's interesting being a creative, right? It's it's interesting stepping into the world or the life style of an artist because you're literally in a constant flow of creating things that pop up in your mind. And we're always... Thinking different things, ideas pop up all the time. Let me take these headphones off. Ideas and things pop up all the time. And again, I'm just extremely grateful for my perseverance, my 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 will to keep going because Lord knows shit gets challenging like on the daily. I mean, with different things like the writer strike going on. Freaking apparently these face masks, they might be a mandate to bring those back. It's just like this energy that feels very thick pause in the air. But maintaining that gratitude, maintaining that desire to keep going is just a beautiful thing to know that we're constantly taking steps towards things that's going to give us a return on our investment. And what I mean by return on our investment, I mean we're... We have the the opportunity. We, we we have to make the decision to constantly pour into ourselves. It's not always easy. One of the best relationships that you can have is a relationship with yourself. How you talk to yourself is usually a reflection of your outer existence. It's usually a reflection of the things that you experience on a daily. And I'm proud of myself for constantly having like that positive self-talk in the mirror. I'm not always the greatest at it. I mean, we all feel things. I personally feel things all the time, but I'm just extremely grateful to, again, continuously put one foot in front of the next, one foot in front of the next. I don't even know which episode this is. I'm going to title this episode one. This is episode one of Intentional Consumption with Chef Beans. can barely talk, but yeah, it's just... What does consistency look like for you on the daily? Say that a little louder. What does consistency look like for you on the daily? I know a lot of people say I'm consistent, but what exactly are you consistent with? Are you consistent with the things that you put into your body? Are you consistent with the people that you hang around? Are you consistent with the things that aren't so good for you, but you do them anyway? Because sometimes we have different methods of self-soothing and again a lot of times when i'm talking to y'all i'm talking to myself i talk to myself on the daily and i think within that it's been it's shown to have a tremendous impact 
I'm always doing things that are going to make a tremendous impact on my day-to-day -day life. So I'm just excited again to have a certain will and desire and attribute of consistency, but not just consistency and things that are made me go in whatever direction, consistency and things that is going to positively traject me into the stratosphere that I know I'm destined to have and destined to be in. So just to check in again, I've been solid and have been just taking things one day at a time. One day at a time, I know I probably look a little crazy, but don't worry, I'll get a cut tomorrow. But again, today we have a goodie. Um, the theme of today is titled Debilitating. I'm gonna say that again. The theme of today is titled Debilitating. Now what debilitating means is basically to weaken. And I bring that up because I was having a conversation with somebody recently and they were saying that you know, fear can be debilitating. And again, by debilitating meaning to weaken, fear can weaken your desire. Fear can kind of trick you out of pushing a button on something that you always wanted to do. Fear can be a wicked mind killer to trick you to thinking that you're not deserving of the atmosphere and the environment that you've worked for. And I think that's just very interesting, right? Because Sometimes we pray for certain things. We're like, we'll pray harder than ever. Oh my God, I wish I can have this. I want to manifest this. I want to manifest that. Then when you get the thing that you've been putting into the atmosphere, the thing that you've been praying for, the thing when it finally touches your hands and it becomes physical, that's when imposter syndrome might come in. That's when you might tell yourself, oh, I don't know if I'm deserving of this. When in all actuality, you put in the work to get what it was that you set out to manifest or attract or whatever words you want to get. So the opposite of debilitating is restorative and restorative means to strengthen. So if you can identify something within your life that may be debilitating to your spirit, debilitating to whatever it is that you're trying to build. Once you alter that mindset and start doing things and activities that are more restorative to whatever it is you're trying to build, you'll notice that you'll constantly take steps into the direction that you want to go. So again, I'm going to say that again. Debilitating versus restorative are the actions that you're taking that you're taking more in a debilitating way as far as weakening whatever direction you're trying to go or the actions you're taking operating more in a restorative space as far as strengthening whatever it is that you set out to desire. And again, I say this all the time when I'm talking to y'all, I'm actually talking to myself because that's my secret sauce. That's the best way that I can kind of grasp and fathom what it is that I want to talk about at any moment. I always checking with myself. And ask myself, yo, Beans, what exactly do you need to hear in this moment? Or how exactly are you feeling in this moment? How can you transmute it into some digestible message to kind of get across? And it's been working for me for years. And I think that's why certain opportunities are hitting my email. I think that's why certain opportunities are in my DMs or phone calls that I'm getting and things like that. Because not just my consistency, my ability to constantly check in with myself identify exactly how I'm feeling and being able to transmute that into some type of information that can positively impact someone. So I'm grateful for that. So I'm going to be saying that a lot. And mind you, this is, I know I've been doing a bunch of other lives called Confessions with the Chef, 
but now I'm taking steps more into the intentional consumption podcast. And though my equipment and things haven't come in yet, trust me, when it when it pops off, y'all gonna see what's going on. But again, you gotta stay consistent and kind of gotta start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. So again, debilitating versus restorative. Um, I also want to talk a, a little bit about before we get into the the main topic. I want to let you guys know some of the things that I've been watching lately. I mean, Apple TV. Honestly, they got the gems. I watched uh, Hijack on there. I'm not going to spoil it. Hijack started off very strong. I wasn't too satisfied with the in, with the finale personally. But if y'all looking for something that's going to have you on the edge of your seat. If you got Apple Plus, I know they got like a 30-day free trial. This ain't no ad. I'm just saying if you ain't trying to pay that bread, check out Hijack on there. Um, I've also watched a couple goodies on Netflix. There's one called like 30 Candles, something sex, something like that. It, it, it was shot in, I believe, South Africa. That one was also pretty good. Cinematically, they did that. But um, I don't know if I have any anime fans on here. But recently, I was put on to this anime show called One Piece. Apparently, One Piece has been around since, like, I don't know, 1999 or whatever. I've always pretty much been a Dragon Ball Z fan, but recently I started tapping into One Piece. And that show has me by the chicken wing. And it's like a thousand episodes. Now, I've considered going on YouTube watching the hour-long, sped-up version of the seasons just to catch up, but I feel like that would take away from it. So I'm currently in season three. Yeah, I think I'm in season three, and it's like up to like season 20, so eventually I'm going to catch up, but it is what it is. I don't know if anybody else watches One Piece, but they got it on Netflix and Hulu, so if you're looking for a good cartoon to kind of help you self-soothe or mitigate or whatever like that, I advise you tapping into it because, again, it's just something good. And I'm connecting with certain family members off of it, too. I didn't know that it had, like, this cult-like following, but, yeah, it's, it's up. I see a couple niggas in here, Chef John just tapped in a little bit. Bro, you feel me? We we back. This intentional consumption with Chef being step-by-step, step, bro, step-by-step, step, just building so, again, again, we just taking steps towards the things that we know that we need to have around us and just eliminating all the people that don't need to be around us. I think it's a very simple concept that a lot of people don't tap into for whatever reason, whether they have chemistry and memories with certain people and they're just afraid of the outcome of what it might be, but I think we have to be okay with stepping away from things that just don't serve us. And this isn't new information. I've been saying this for years. And again, the more and more that things elevate, I'm going to constantly stand firm onto the trajectory that that I'm headed to. No squares in a circle is a simple concept. And bro, I know you a low guy. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Now you, 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 you in the kitchen, bro. I know you. I know you chilling, bro. But I'm, I'm just saying. If you want a quick thirty second, John, you, you know, you know, buddy. But you, you, you chilling though. You probably, yeah, I mean, you chilling. But yes, yes, that's just um 
We spoke about One Piece. We spoke about Hijack. Something else that I want to talk about is something that's very near and dear to me. And it's called Chef Bean's Recipe to a Woman's Heart. That was my very first book that I wrote. And I wrote it because I think I wanted to see if I can write a book. It's not that I didn't think that I could do it. But have you ever been in a situation where you kept telling yourself you were going to do something and you constantly kept pushing it back, pushing it back. And then eventually a bunch of time has went by. And those ideas a lot of times don't leave you. It just haunts you in a way. But something like Recipe to, to a Woman's Heart was on my heart personally for about like five years before I actually published it. And I'm extremely grateful. And as I was going through my things, I actually put Recipe to a Woman's Heart on a CD. I actually put it on a CD. This is the cover. You feel me? On the back. Yesterday, I almost impulsively bought a vinyl player. You get what I'm saying? I still have a bunch of these CDs that I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saving them for. I don't know if it's going to be like some vintage stuff, some unreleased type of things. But Chef Beans, Recipe to a Woman's Heart. That's my baby. It's available on Amazon if you haven't tapped into it. The funny thing is, I was so excited to publish it that I didn't even proofread it. Not even didn't even pay nobody to proofread it. So there's hardcover copies out there with a bunch of grammatical errors. But now that I think about it, I'm proud of even those errors because again, it's an act of just pushing the button. It's not the act that lacked strategy or anything like that. I'm super okay and comfortable with pushing the button regardless of the outcome because I know the direction that I'm headed and I know the direction that I'm stepping. I don't let overthinking overthinking thoughts debilitate my ability to, to take steps moving forward. My bad, there was a lot of teasing there. A lot of t -t 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 steps debilitate. But y'all get what I'm saying. I don't let I don't let it do it. I'm just I push the button. I push the button sometimes blindly because again, overthinking thoughts can limit your progression. Overthinking thoughts can prevent you from taking steps in certain directions. But you gotta just say F it sometimes. You gotta say F it. You gotta be willing to double down and triple down and quadruple down on yourself because who else is gonna do it? Who believes in you like you believe in you? I know that's not everybody's case. I know in some people's situations, they're like, you believed in me before I believed in myself or you believed in me more than, I don't know anybody who believes in me more than I believe in me. Not saying there's people who don't believe in me a lot, but I think, not even I think, I'm knowing and I'm amazed at the relationship that I have with myself because it's been a long time coming. It's been an extreme long time coming and to be in the space to know that the journey and the path that has been etched and sketched out for me, I had to have the stomach to endure. A lot of people want things, but they don't have the stomach to endure it. Certain th some things just sound good to some people. I promise you, there's a lot of times when people tell me what they're going to do, what they're about to do, all these different things. And I don't think anyone is unable to do certain things, but I listen with my eyes. I listen to action. I think action speaks way louder than what a person is saying audibly. 
that's what that's what I listen to. So again, it's just it's just staying locked in. It's it's staying focused. It's writing things down. It's surrounding yourself with the right people. Having the necessary conversations and just taking things one step at a time. Progressing in increments. No such thing as overnight success. I don't know anything or anybody who just had overnight success. There's a lot of work that was put in that a lot of people don't see, that a lot of people don't acknowledge, that a lot of people don't identify. And it just is what it is. And I'm going to keep circling back to the two words that I've been saying today, and that's debilitate versus restorative. Are your actions aligned with things that are debilitating your progression, or are you aligned with actions that are restoring certain places within yourself to help you traject into whatever stratosphere that you want to exist in. It's a very simple but complex concept. And I think the complexity comes from the overthinking thoughts. The complexity comes from the imposter syndrome. The complex, the complexity comes from the unknown and the unforeseen. There are a bunch of things that happen that we couldn't have necessarily planned or prepared for. Literally, there are a bunch of things that just happen, but it's not always what happens to you. It's what? How you respond to it. So I think staying in that space where you're open to just adapting, that'll set you up for success. This is intentional cons consumption with the chef. I'm not a rapper, but that, that was off the top. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though it's something it's something to think about I'm gonna say it one more time are your actions a reflection of things that are debilitating towards the direction that you're going or are your actions a reflection of things that are restorative things that are helping strengthen you in ways that you need to be strengthened a very very simple concept so usually when I'm doing formally confessions with the chef, I will have confession time. People will send me different confessions and then we break it down. But I have a different a different theme today. If you with me, just give me a thumbs up because I have a very interesting theme that I'm going to unpack. I know people are coming in, leaving. I didn't even promote that I was going to be here today. So I know a bunch of people probably ain't going to be here who usually are, but it is what it is. Again, this is episode one and we building it piece by piece with the freaking equipment that's not even here yet, but is in route. Okay. We got one thumbs up. One thumbs up is good enough for me. So check this out. My would you rather today, um, goes like this. Would you rather live on an island for one year with no technology and eat the same thing every day, knowing that when that year is up, you will have $50 million waiting for you? Or would you rather live in complete darkness for a month, eating the same thing with $15 million waiting for you? So I'm going to say that again. Would you rather live in the island for one year, but you got to eat the same thing every day with no technology, but you have 50 million waiting for you? Or would you rather live in complete darkness for one month, 
eating the same thing every day, but you have 15 million waiting for you. So one month in darkness or one year on island, both of them no technology. 50 million versus 15 million. Which one y'all taking? I kind of have an idea of which one I would take, but I want to ask y'all first. Which one y'all take? The island? We on, we on the island with it? Or in complete darkness? And I know that's challenging. So I'm going to give y'all like, so I'm like, okay, we get, Joe said island time. Oh, both of y'all the island for the island for one one year by yourselves. One okay, that's interesting. And then the live in complete darkness for a month. Yeah, I'm taking the island as well. I'm definitely, I'm definitely taking the island as well because complete darkness. My mind, I think I would lose track of time if I was in complete darkness. I think I would lose track of time. And even though it would be just for a month, I. Personally, I think I would go crazy, complete darkness. I would be extremely paranoid in that space. But yeah, to live on the island, even though I would be eating the same thing, I think there's more space and opportunity for activity to kind of help you maintain your sanity balance. But um, what's interesting about this would you rather that I have this week is because both of them are forms of isolation, right? It's would you rather be isolated in it, isolated for a year on an island or isolated for one month in complete darkness, but they're both isolation and people respond differently in isolation. I know there's people out there who said they would rather do the one month because of the time. They're like, well, I, I would rather sacrifice one year in darkness than one, I'm sorry, one month in darkness than one year on the island. Because of the time span, they say, you know, time is money, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. But I don't think people will be factoring in, again, like the sanity aspect of it. And some people metaphorically already feel like they operate in darkness. They already feel like their life is consisted of the consistent consumption that they're putting in their bodies or the consistent activities. So... I think it's a very interesting is a very interesting take, but most people, most people, I believe, would pick to live on the island for the year because they can actually see it, what's going on, and it's more money, and maybe they'll develop a new hobby on that island. Who knows? I'll actually post it. I'm going to post it on my story to get feedback from the polls, and I guess next week we could break down another. Would you rather? But um, yes, so today, what we talked about, part, pardon me, the theme has been debilitating, which means to weaken, and restorative, which means to strengthen. And the constant question has been, are your actions aligned with things that are debilitating towards whatever direction that you're headed? Or are you doing things to strengthen yourself? Are you doing things to restore Things that may have negatively impacted you, negatively impacted your spirit or the things around you. We know that things have been extremely heavy. The air has been thick. And for whatever reason, it's, it's just been things have been a lot more challenging vibrationally. But we have to make sure that we're constantly being nice to ourselves, having that positive self-talk. Whether that's talking to ourselves in the mirror, whether it's whatever it is, we got to make sure that we're being consistent with that because 
We are deserving of lightness. We are deserving of whatever it is that we set out to get, whatever it is that we want to manifest. And I said this a little earlier today. I'm going to say it again. We get, we put ourselves in these situations in this, this space of isolation where we're trying to manifest certain things. We're trying to pray for certain things. We're trying to do everything in our power to get certain things. And then when those things come, we're... We, we, we meet it with imposter syndrome. We meet it with thoughts saying, like, oh, I don't know if I'm deserving of this sometimes. And not everybody, but in most cases, that imposter syndrome pops up where we question if we're even deserving of the things that we work for and the things that we've been trying to attract. When the thing that you've been trying to attract finds you, act like you've been here before. Act like you didn't put in the work that you needed to do to kind of bring that in. Act like you've been here before. That's the biggest mind killer. Because the more and more you act like you're not deserving of it, that's when it's usually going to fly away. And one last, one, one, one more last thing, because I know I'm cooking right now. I know the bull chef is cooking right now. Another thing, when you think about your wings, we all have wings. Your wings aren't solely consisted of your job or whatever it is that you freaking use to keep yourself stable. Your wings or your feathers are consisted of the ups, the, the downs, your loved ones, your, your friends, your peers. If you have those, a combination of things, but everything that you've experienced in your life are a reflection of the wings that you can utilize to help yourself Fly and soar to whatever direction that you want to go. But it starts with you understanding that you're deserving of it. And I'm no preacher. I promise you, I'm no preacher. I wasn't even going to get on live today. I had to talk myself into I was watching something on the gram. And I'm like, yo, bro, stop acting like you haven't been him. Stop acting like you haven't bust your ass to get exactly where you at. To even be living in this loft right now to, to everything. Coming from a nigga who slept in his car before, and I'm I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm kind of rambling a little bit. I say all that to say. Let me let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. What I'm saying is, everything that you've experienced in your life was etched, sketched, and intentionally put there for you to take steps in the direction of whatever it is of your wildest dreams, everything that you want to desire. But again. When you get the thing that you've been praying for, trying to manifest all these different things, let's do our best to not meet it with imposter syndrome. Let's do our best to not meet it with thoughts of not enoughness or questioning if you're deserving of it because you are. You deserving of the things, the great things in your life and the great things that's to come. You're deserving of both of them. Stop talking yourself out of it. Stop. Stop. Stop talking yourself out of it. Because that's not nice. It is not nice. Um, and yeah, one last thing else that I wanted to talk about. Transparency Chapter 4. Uh, this season has been extremely great. I took it on tour, kind of. I took it to Philly and D.C. And right before I was about to take it to Atlanta, everybody in L.A. like, oh, my God. Where's the play? We want the play. We want the live play. So now Transparency to Play Tour 2024 is in the works. It's in the works. I don't know exactly 
where some of the funding and things are going to come from, but I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Why? Because I'm deserving of it. I've put in the footwork. I have the sweat equity to 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 to, to prove it. But, but the, the sweat equity speaks for itself. So again, today's date is August 23rd, 2023. Next year is going to be Transparency to Play 2024. Transparency to Play Tour 2024. Don't know where a lot of the capital and things are going to come from, but it's going to come from somewhere. Why? Because I'm deserving of it. Why? Because every day and every way I'm getting better and better. Why? Because I'm constantly okay with pushing a button and writing books and creating CDs because... I'm just a button pusher. I, I've always been that type of curious kid. I was the kid to freaking, I don't know, turn the burner on the stove when nobody was looking just to see if I could start the fire. I was the type of kid to freaking slide down the stairs with a hamper lid because I wanted to freaking go surfing. I, I, I've always been this curious kid. They say curiosity killed the cat, but I say curi curiosity and this tremendous amount of curiosity that I've always had has literally made me develop a healthy relationship with the unknown because it's like so what whatever whatever the outcome is is what it's going to be but my curiosity and knowing this that I'm going to be okay regardless of the outcome that's been some good that's been some good sauce. So again, we talked about transparency. The finale is being posted tomorrow. I'm just extremely proud. I'm proud of the actors. I'm proud of how it was shot. I'm proud of myself for writing it. I'm proud of a bunch of different things. So again, this healthy relationship is going to keep being watered, keep being fluffed up, and it's just, and it's up. It's up. Um... Yes, so today was episode one of Intentional Consumption with Chef Beans. I'm going to start doing these more often, and I'm trying to stay within the box of a half hour. It doesn't always work that way because sometimes when I'm cooking, I'm just cooking. So again, it's just it's going to continuously be more and more beautiful things. If y'all have any questions or comments for me or any would you rather's, Please just DM them to me and next episode, I'm going to bring it back. I'm The one that we did today, I'm going to do the poll on the gram, like I said, to see what everybody else thinks. And we're just going to keep chipping away one episode at, the, at a time. So continue to be great, continue to be mindful, but most importantly, be intentional. Chef Beans, over and out.